Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. A bit of a tense and ongoing situation that's developing on the Sunshine Coast, and it has to do with BC ferries and cuts to service. You see, in the past month, there have been 30 sailings cut to Langdale. Those are the sailings that go between Langdale and Horseshoe Bay. And of course, that has people in communities like Gibson's and Seashelt, just to name a couple, very upset because they expected more and more services to be maintained and even expanded. That is issue number one, and it spilled over into our recent community advisory meeting that developed into anger and even some threats being made. Issue number two is reaction to that anger and the allegations of threats. BC Ferries Safety and Security Plan. Yep, they've implemented a plan at BC Ferries to deal with similar meetings in the future, saying that they have to be concerned about the safety of those who work for BC Ferries. And uh, some of those meetings are going to be virtual, not in person. You may have heard some of the details on the news at 4 o'clock talking about that. Well, let's bring in one of the people that is concerned and has raised some of these concerns. Diana Mumford is the chair of the BC Ferries Southern Sunshine Coast Committee. Good afternoon, Diana. Thanks for being with us. Good afternoon. Thank you for inviting me. You know, did I get this initial concern right? We're now dealing with 30 fewer sailings going into Langdale? Well, that's it's 32. That's round trip, so that would be um, going each way. Uh, what happened is when the Coastal Renaissance was pulled from service. We had a supplemental vessel, which it's hard to call it supplemental because it was vital to our our traffic, but um, it took away one round trip a day uh, during the week, which is the sailing that for commuters at 5.30. So anybody wanting to get home now after work, if they're working in the city and then they're traveling home to the coast, you have a choice of either 4.45 or 7 o'clock. So it's taken away that extra sailing there. Plus it's taken away a few sailings on the weekends, and that also includes things like uh, this long weekend and the Thanksgiving weekend. Instead of getting extra sailings, we got less sailings than we're used to. You know, so, I used to work, and this has been an issue for years, that there have been some degree of concerns about uh, service to the Sunshine Coast. I used to work with a guy in radio at a different radio station who lived on the Sunshine Coast and worked in radio in Vancouver doing sports. And I remember he would dash out at the last minute and hope to get the ferry going back to Gibson's. Yeah. I mean, it's a serious concern. It's been going around for years. But I was it's under the impression that uh, more service was being added. And that was a concentration uh, and a new CEO coming in and saying, we're going to improve service. Am I wrong? No, they they have told us that 
service will improve. We there's talk in their performance term six um, that's coming starts on April the first, twenty twenty four. That uh, I think it's in twenty twenty nine. We are to get a second full time uh, ferry, but that's six years away. And so um, minimal improvements over the next few years, if we see them, but we get promised those extra sailings and then another route loses a ship or whatever reason. And because of contractual obligations to the province of the minimum number of sailings they need to provide, we lose that supplemental that we have. What's the impact on people living in uh, areas like Gibsons and Seashell? Are you hearing people unable to work or anything like that? Well, it's people not being able to get to medical appointments and procedures in the city because on the on the Sunshine Coast and in a lot of islands that are serviced by uh, ferries, those that is our road. That's like if you took away Highway 1 and said, go find somewhere way else to get home, you do have some options. We don't. That is our road. And so if we're trying to get to the city or get home, that impacts our commercial traffic and our, uh, you know, our uh, goods and services coming in. It um, You're trying to get a flight out of the airport to get on a holiday not knowing if that sailing is going to go and if it's going to be on time or overloaded because we have over 30 percent of our sailings are overloaded so um it's you know, it, we just never know if we're going to make it on the ferry. We're talking with Diana Mumford, chair of the Southern Sunshine Coast BC Ferry Advisory Committee. And uh, one of the quotes uh, from a media outlet uh, uh, has you saying, we'll just have to learn to swim. I mean, that's uh, the way people are starting to feel. A lot of anger and tension, I would imagine. And that was reflected in a meeting. Now, some of the word on the street is that meeting turned into some aggression and some threats of violence. Is that in fact the case? There was one person that made a statement that was completely inappropriate. She referred to a gun. Um, I was chairing that meeting. We had uh, the FAC members there. We had a number of BC Ferry staff there, as well as 30 to 40 community members that were able to come and observe the meeting. The person that made the comment was sitting behind me. So the, the way the room was set up, there was some of the audience was behind us and so I was not able to see who said it. It was shocking um, to say the least and disturbing Uh, but the conversation that had been going on with BC Ferry staff they were understanding our frustration and they were trying to we could you know they were trying to think of some solutions that could help us so in the general scheme of things, it, it just it, it has taken that story to another location that it doesn't need to be because it, the most important part for us is our ferry service. And people are so frustrated that the anger is boiling over. And that's what's happening. And, and it's not just at our ferry advisory meetings. It's 
you know, uh, the fairy workers say people have become more aggressive and, and nasty, spitting at them and swearing at them and swerving their cars towards them. Many of so, those people li- themselves live on the Sunshine Coast and rely upon the same service. Yeah, and so, you know, this doesn't help us taking it out on the ferry workers that we meet on our day-to-day basis. Um, this needs, This is a bigger issue. This is a much more complex issue. <clears throat> we can't get a new ferry tomorrow. I mean, that just can't happen. But we need to see some improvements, and right now that that's not what we're seeing. And in fact, now we've heard that uh, the coastal renaissance isn't coming back till mid-December. So is that how much longer we had told our change in service was a month. Now it looks like it's three months. Okay, Diana, if you had one clear, short ask for BC Ferries to act on in the interim, what would that ask be? Uh, the deployment of ferries so that it's it's fair and equitable. Okay. Uh, and that's uh, something that uh, I guess you're hearing out of frustration from people there. Uh, do you think that BC Ferries has, uh, has your ear now? I hope so. And I think it's not only BC Ferries that needs to hear it. I think the provincial government needs to hear it because we are part of the Ministry of Transportation, not per se, but the way we're set up, the funding and everything. I mean, the Ministry of Transportation and the funding that we have for BC Ferries comes through the provincial government. So the ferry system needs to be funded in a a good way so that our roads those ones that float get the same kind of, of financial support as they do for roads and bridges and all the other uh, transportation systems that we have in our beautiful province. Okay, well, thanks for uh, spending time with us this afternoon on an afternoon that's probably very busy at the ferries and uh, outlining some of the concerns. Diana Mumford, chair of the BC Ferries Southern Sunshine Coast Committee.